With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lord, we thank you for allowing us in your presence this morning. Father, this morning I would like to give some light on your message that you give us in Revelation 13 regarding the Antichrist. This is very important that people need to understand. This is not the time of the reign of the Antichrist. It's not that near. It's basically seven years from now. I would like to explain why that is. And I would like to point out some things in Revelation 13 that we need to understand. And it would sort of identify this for us. And I believe that if they would think about this a little bit, they could add some logic into understanding the timing of the Antichrist. The first thing I need to understand, we need to understand, is that the Antichrist is going to reign for 42 months. As I pointed out in many writings from the scriptures, and I revealed how this is understood, the timing of 42 months is a half time. A time in the book of Revelations is not one year, has been taught by many people. It is seven years in length. There's seven years of the evening, there's seven years of the night, and there's seven years of the morning. <clears throat> and then there's three and a half years of the afternoon because it's going to be cut short. It is in that three and a half years of the afternoon, meaning at, at uh, noon of the day of the Lord, that the Antichrist reigns for those 42 months. He reigns, he begins his reign with the ten kings. They have their, they get their crowns at that time. And they turn their crowns over to the 13, to the, to the Antichrist, and they, they reign with him on the earth. <clears throat> now, to help us understand that, we know that in the morning of the day of the Lord is the seven-year reign of Christ. The seven years of the Lord does not have anything to do with the 42 months of the Antichrist. His seven years ends before the Antichrist received power. The Lord cannot reign in darkness. His seven years of the reign is in the morning time. The first three and a half years is the time of the refinement of the saints. It's the time of the separation of the saints, uh, the making them white, and uh, separation is the purifying, making them holy. And then they're made white, meaning they gain understanding and knowledge, and they walk in the light. And then the fourth, or the third is refinement. You see this in Daniel twelve nine to 10, where he says at the time when the words are open, there will be many <clears throat> that will be purified, made white, and refined. It's a process because we have to be washed. The washing is a process by the water of the words, of the words going back to the beginning. We have to go back to the beginning because why? We have misunderstood the words of God. We've misunderstood the meaning, the work, and the kingdom. And therefore, we have to go back to the back, and then we gain in, and we increase in knowledge, just like it says in Daniel 12, uh, 4. And as we increase in knowledge, we begin to shine like Moses. As he increased in knowledge, he began to shine. And that's what we will do, as is in Daniel 12, 
2 and 3. In Daniel 9:27, it very clearly states that the anti I mean that the, the Lord will reign for 7 years in the midst of that reign. The midst of his 7-year reign, he will take away the sacrifice and offering. That is the rapture event. The event known as the rapture. Why that is? The first off the people have to be purified, made white and refined so they can fulfill Ephesians 5:27. 25 to 27, where it says that the bride is made spotless by the washing of the water of the words. It takes the 42 months to make that happen. Basically, it takes 40 months and the whole process to make that happen. The people have to be pulled out of the world. Then they got to be, that's purification, being set apart by the end of the kingdom. That's what we're doing now. The Lord is in the process. His seven-year reign began with the entrance of spring this year. And in this first year, we should expect the Lord to separate the those who are of the light and those of darkness. That means the separation judgment should occur in this time. And then when that separation judgment occurs, when he sets the people off on the right to become righteous, be refined, and so forth, they will receive the kingdom. The kingdom, the keys to the kingdom, is the words of God that overcome the world. So if we overcome the world by setting ourselves apart and believe in the words, then we will uh, be uh, given the keys. And the keys is the words of God so we can bring forth the good works of God to give glory of God upon the earth. And that is the sacrifice that we must make. That's the sacrifice and the offering, the offering to God. Set ourselves apart from the world and now we're offering the great um, you know, what the God wants us to do is the he wants to see with his eyes the good works being glorified on the earth by those who receive his words, get authority to call upon his words, and then increase in knowledge so they're able to do the good works that glorifies him. Because then the power and the glory and the authority of God over all the particles is made known to all those who see. That is the seven-year reign of Christ in the morning. The first three and a half years is that. The second part, I believe, the people are raptured into the kingdom of God. When that occurs, uh, there's going to be some that are left as pillars, but the two witnesses will come. And remember, in that time, everybody works in their own work that God has given them to do, and they will walk with one shoulder for the purpose of the kingdom. And the two witnesses come, Enoch and uh, uh, Elijah, and they are here for 42 months, the second 42 months. It's very clear they're here for 1,260 days. And at the end of that 1,260 days, they are killed and they are taken up. Um, and, and that's when the Antichrist reigns. Now, clearly Antichrist, as it says in Revelation uh, 13.5, says he was given a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies and he was given authority to continue for 42 months. This means that he is on earth now because God never changes his way. And the entirety, the entirety of the day of the Lord is 24 and a half years. He's going to reign for 42 months, which is three and a half years in the day of the Lord. Everything in the day of the Lord is based upon a uh, 42-month uh, what they call an hour. An hour is 42 months. A time is two hours, which a time is 84 months. <clears throat> and that's why in Revelation 8, 1, it says about time of about a half an hour. He's talking about about 21 months in Revelation 8, <clears throat> verse 1.
sorry for my voice this morning. Okay, so if it's 42 months, it means that he's older. He is not a child that had just come into the world at that time, so he's living at this time. Because God doesn't change his ways, and he's not ready for his ministry, because what's he going to do? He's going to receive power of the authority of the devil. The Lord received his power, authority over God's words, um, at 33 years of age when he died upon the cross. So it assumes, we can assume that God doesn't change his way since he is the one giving them allowance to have authority because the people that are left behind are have become evil. And he will give them the authority and they will have it. So it means that he likely will be 33 years old when the day of the Lord began because the clock begins at the time of the day of the Lord, and it, there's a set time when his ministry will start. But it, as it says, it says he was given a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and he was given authority to continue for 42 months. It means from the beginning of the day of the Lord, he is speaking blasphemies, even though he's not known as the Antichrist. But it, his ministry really begins with the beginning of the day of the Lord, when the devil comes into him. You understand the devil is cast down to the earth, uh, at the beginning of the day of the Lord, which opened with the beginning, with the opening of His words, which is the entrance of light. The entrance of His words gives light. Psalms one nineteen one thirty, Zechariah fourteen seven says, "His evening, which is the beginning of the days, the Lord's day begins in the evening, sundown." Therefore, uh, we can know that that the seven years of the evening began in two thousand three, when these words were first made known, and spoken about. Uh, on the earth and, and uh, recorded that and just hundreds and hundreds of messages about that. So it's very verifiable. So we know that that is true. So, and God has testified that the midnight came in 2010. Um, uh, uh, yeah, 2010. And then we, we're testifying that the morning has begun now. God is telling you, you're coming for the separation judgment this time. It's all over the prophecies. The war is coming. The war is part of this testing, which we'll talk about in the second, um, the description of the second church. Revelation uh, explains why that is true. So we see that we're in a time of the testing, which is the morning of the day of the Lord, when he gives dominion to his upright, Psalms 49, 14. So he takes it away from the beast kingdom in this year. And that year begins with spring, uh, 2017, and, and it'll go till next next spring. So... We are in the seven years of the morning, the first year of the seven years of the morning. Um, now, understand that uh, the midnight was in 2010, and then there were seven years of the night. However, the Lord tells us in Isaiah 21, 10 to 12, that the morning comes and the night. In other words, those who will not set themselves apart by the time of the morning, darkness is still upon them. Their night continues throughout the morning if they will not turn. And when they turn and come to the light, then they will begin to be able to receive the light of the Son of Righteousness that's risen at this time. Because God has given him dominion over the earth. And if they do not recognize him as king at this time, and they continue to deal with the leaders of the world, and as he tells them not to do in Revelation 18, 1 to 4, because he said his great light has shown and Babylon has fallen, but they're still chasing after the leaders of Babylon, which are the leaders of the nations and governors and mayors and merchants and so on. Those doing that are not walking with God. They're walking in the light of darkness or in the darkness of the night. So they're, they're, they are still in the night, and they are not of his day and not of his light, and they will not be of the rapture. 
That's important to understand. Until they come out of that, the Lord tells you in Joel two twelve to twenty, they will not have a part in um, letting the bridegroom won't come to them because they have not let the bridegroom come because they have not obeyed what He said to sanctify themselves, which is uh, in Joel two uh, twelve to twenty, and then He tells us that in John seventeen seventeen. It's a requirement. Now let's go back to the basics of what I wanted to discuss here quickly because it's going to get too long if I don't. I didn't want it to be very long, but this is a big subject. You have to understand that he's gonna that the Antichrist is uh, likely uh, he turned thirty three probably in the first year of the Lord's reign, which was in two thousand three, which by now he's fourteen years older. Uh, which means he's about 47 years old, roughly, I would guess. And he has to be tied somehow to the uh, relationships with the present Roman Empire, which has a foundation in their just uh, funny woven royal family order. So somehow he's tied into that royal family order. And at the same time, he will have um, another person come up beside him, which I believe was tied to the same royal family order. Uh, doesn't mean they're of the British royal family that runs the world right now, but they're related to it. That's what I'm trying to say. And they're related to that work because they keep on that work. That means they know that work and they're not a young child when they take and um, come to it. If it's true, as, if his age was... Um, Roughly 47 at the time of the the uh, this year, the morning, means that uh, when he takes power, it'll be about the age of 54, 55, which because he's going to come in the midst of the, uh, I mean, at the end of the morning. He cannot reign during the morning time. That is the Lord's seven years. God has given the reign. If you read Daniel 7, 11 and 12, it makes it very clear. For a season and a time, he takes away the dominion from the beast kingdom. God took away the dominion with the beginning of winter of 2017. This winter of 2017, it actually began in uh, uh, January, February, March. So you have the, uh, uh, from the winter season, which starts really in the end of December and comes through the spring. In the spring, the Lord became king. God gave him authority as king over all the world and take away, God has taken away. You may not have taken away, but God has taken away the dominion right of the queen and everybody else. The Vatican, none of them have authority to rule if they do not have the words because they're required to be set apart by his words, sanctified, made holy. Because only the holy are allowed to reign during the time of the seven-year dominion of Christ. So these people are going to be punished this year, and his spirit is hovering over the face of the darkness now, and it is going to remove it from power in this year, no matter what they do. And he's going to test them by causing them to do what's in their heart. If they don't have a heart for God, they're going to do their great evil, and when they do their great evil, the fire of wrath is going to rise up in God, and he's going to put them down. That's going to happen in this year frame. It should be this year because this should be the year based upon everything the scriptures reveal about his words and everything else. And then there will be a separation judgment that God will actually, in one hour, and one day, he's going to separate the people on the earth and, and you'll see it manifest by God. It'll be very clear, I believe. Now, there's two things. 
that tell us in Revelation 13. There are actually several things. First is, right now, the world does not believe in words of power. Even though the Crown Trust runs the world by their admiralty law, it's his evil words and so forth, and they're going to continue that. The difference is that right now they wouldn't believe that the power of God is in his words, even though the scriptures say it, and they mouth it. They talk about it, but they don't actually believe it. If you believe the power is in his words, you'd want to know those words, and you'd want to receive those words. And what you see in the time of the Antichrist is that by that time, everybody in the world believes in words. Today, they don't do that. When, you, when I talk this message about the words of God, it considers abomination straight from the pits of hell. But God is going to reign us and judge us by his words. And he says very clearly in Zephaniah 3, 8, 9, the people are going to be set apart during his reign and walk in one shoulder with the pure language. That gives us the clarity that this isn't the time of the Antichrist. Because that event hasn't happened yet. And the Antichrist follows that. And the people, by the time of the Antichrist, they're looking for another knowledge of words that the uh, that is opposite of God's. So first they got to come into the knowledge of the pure language of God, being punished by it, before they can believe that there are words, because they're going to be seeking for a deliverer, a person who speaks great words that are of the dragon's mouth that can overcome the world. And he'll do that by destroying the two witnesses because God's going to allow that. And God is going to give these people their darkness. He says at noon they're going to receive their darkness. So we know that darkness is going to cover the earth from the noon of the day of the Lord until 3 o'clock in the afternoon, which is 42 months. That's the time of the reign of the Antichrist. And we're right now in the time of the reign of the morning, which is the reign of the Lord. And the light is coming, not the darkness. Darkness is coming upon those going to be shut out and punished but they're going to be punished and they're going to know they're being punished by the words of God. There even even talks about in the book of Isaiah, they're going to shush, don't speak this, don't speak that, or you'll get more punishment. Because they're going to believe in the words of God, even though they're under punishment. And the people who believe in the words of God that set themselves apart by those words before the judgment are going to be blessed mightily during that time. So we know that this, the the foundational setting that we should be looking for for the antichrist is first for the words of god to be received on the earth the pure language of zephaniah 3 9 and then after that after the two witnesses are killed then the emergence of the words of the dragon that speaks the bompous words now the 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 antichrist is living at this time is worshiping the devil, doesn't fear God, and doesn't respect God. Nor See, when God says he's not a respecter of women, what he's saying, he's not a respecter of the laws of God or the words of God or the power of God that speaks through his words. That's what he's also talking about. The respecter of women means he won't have the women have power in his time. But it's beyond that. It's representing what he feels like towards the wisdom of God, which in Proverbs one twenty to 23, you see that she's always calling out her words, which is the words of God. And if we don't listen to that spirit calling upon us and turn to the Lord and ask for the knowledge of the words, you will not have the spirit of truth poured out on you so that you can be caused to know his words. Because in John fourteen fifteen to 17, the spirit of truth cannot enter those of the world. And until you set yourself apart from the world and ask the Lord to pour the spirit in you to make known his words to you, you cannot receive these words that you're going to be judged by.
And if you don't receive the words you're going to be judged by, look at what it says in Matthew 7, 21 to 23. You'll be cast out and made because you're lawless. Now, that's the first foundational thing about the Antichrist. This process of the knowing of the words hasn't happened yet. It's about to happen. And when that happens, then you can understand. And you should know if it begins this year, which is happening now, you will see that this is the first year of the seven-year reign of Christ and that the rapture should be uh, within the three and a half to the 42 months, which began with spring of this year. So we should see it in the fall um, time about the Feast of Tabernacle time, it should be, and I probably it'll be on Simshat Torah or something like that, or it may be on uh, Rosh Hashanah uh, of that year, uh, 2020. So we, it should be 17, this is 17, it'll be uh, 18, 19, and 20. You're going to be, um, you're going to see that this year ends in 18, next year ends in 19, and then the 20 is in April. And then the half year brings us to the fall, which is the Feast of Trumpets. Um, it should be that during the Feast of Trumpets, uh, will it happen at Rosh Hashanah? Will it happen at Yom Kippur? Will it happen at, at Simshat Torah, the, the eighth day of the Feast of Tabernacles? Don't know. But in there sometime, it should be when the, the rapture occurs. I would assume that the Feast of Tabernacles uh, at the end of the Feast of Tabernacles should be the time because there's a um, there's a the first half of that eighth day in the evening to morning is called uh, Shemini Atzeret, which is a time of waiting on the Lord. Simshat Torah is the coming of the Word. The Lord is the Word, so it should be that morning that He appears and takes them up in the clouds. What we don't know is exactly what day of this time of the first year is going to be the separation judgment. Is it, you know, we know that they're going to be judged on Yom Kippur, but when is he going to manifest that judgment? Is it going to be after Feast of Tabernacles and Simshat Torah? Is it going to be in November? Uh, when is it going to be? But he's going to manifest that judgment. Between now and then, is, there should be a time of great troubles uh, and testing to get the people to wake up, a trial. The Spirit should be moving, uh, beginning, I would think, the, the sometime this coming week. Let's pray that that is what is happening at that time now the other is uh remember that the interesting thing about the antichrist in verse uh 13 6 is that he opened his mouth in blasphemy against god the father to blaspheme his name which is the work in other words his words the power of god is in his words and the power of the lord is in his words because he speaks the words of god and his tabernacle which is the heavens in other words, the, 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 you'll see that his tent, the tabernacle or his tent is in the heavens. And he is saying he's taking over the heavens. Because if you go back to days for creation, the authority and the judgment and control is in the heavens. And he's, gonna, uh, and he's also saying he's going to blaspheme those who dwell in heaven. Because the rapture will have occurred and those people are up there. And they're coming back with the Lord at his defeat, at the defeat of the Antichrist. So he's going to he's blaspheming against them, cursing against them. But they're up there standing on the glass sea and they are uh, holding harps in their hand. So they have no he has no ability to to do any damage to them because of the harp, because he controls all frequency. So he's going to try by every kind of way to use frequencies and sounds to try to disrupt what's going on in the heavens. He's going to try to actually make war against those in heaven through that process. We need to understand that. And you'll get more knowledge of this as we go uh, through these coming uh, years. 
it says it was granted to him to make war with the saints. Now, this word saints is really a, a, a misnomer because um, what it the word is hagios and it implies something set apart. What he what he's saying is there's still going to be those on earth that are left behind, but they they were punished. They didn't make the rapture because they they waited too long, but they were set apart by belief in God, and and they will not take the mark of the beast. That's what he's talking about. They overcome all those who don't take the mark of the beast, and overcome them. They're set apart from him. He wants all of them to do the way of his words. Which when you take the mark, you're doing the way of the words of the dragon. Because you're saying that instead of the light being in you, you want the darkness in you. That's what the mark does. And so authority was given him over every tribe, over every tongue and nation. In other words, he he has no ability to, to um, he has power over all the words of those on the earth. Now remember when God takes away, he said the light has gone out of the world, John 9, 4, 5. Meaning the words of God are not in authority here. But those who wait on the Lord and set themselves apart is what he's talking about here. That's why these are not the saints. The saints were taken up. The saints are those with the words sealed within them, and they have the eternal life. And these people are set apart under faith, other than believing in the word of God, that they will receive it when the Lord returns. And if they do that, the Lord says he will protect them. That's why he said, oh, wait on him 1,000 uh, 300 and I think it's 45 days. Uh, and that's the uh, time frame and he tells them to wait. After that, he will keep them safe on the earth. But he's going to make war with them until that time and they're going to have to hide. They're going to have to do things but the Spirit of God will guide them on how to hide them at that time if they will. These are the left behind. They're not, uh, they're saints because they're going to be saints when the word gets comes back to them. But it's really those who are set apart by belief in God and belief that in the the promises that he made that he will have them. But they won't have the authority to call upon the words unless the Lord gives them a specific instruction just like he does with prophets and healers at this time to do a certain thing at a certain time. But the saint has full authority over the words to call upon him at any time. But remember, during the time of the Antichrist, the light has left the world. So they don't have that ability during the time of the Antichrist. Those are things that are different. The other part is he's saying, you know, the thing that we have to understand is God is going to give the great sword, which is the word of the Lord. And he is telling them, you know, he's saying they must be killed by the sword because he's going to try to do the opposite of the words of God. And he wants them to be killed by the sword because they're waiting for the Lord's return to get authority over the words again. They missed it the first time the rapture occurred and they were left behind. But they're waiting for the great sword, for the Lord to come back and give them authority over his words, which is the sword of the Spirit. But God will give them instruction and to protect them in these times because he says, blessed is he who waits. So they need to wait during that time, and then he will give them instruction as they go and keep them safe until his return. But they have to wait on him. They are going to be tested because they didn't do what they were supposed to do at the beginning. So there's a time period that they have to wait. That's those finishing of those days. When those days are done, then he will protect and keep them. He'll guide them to where they must be. So this is why he says this is the patience and the faith of those who are set apart. They need to understand that. Uh, and this is the time of the Antichrist. The people who are raptured are already up in heaven. 
and this is the patience of those who were left behind who didn't set themselves apart before the tribulation, which is now. I mean, they have to set themselves apart now if they want to be a part of the rapture. They have to do that before Yom Kippur, I believe. It's going to be very difficult um, if not. If, you know, God has continually given us more clarity and instruction. Um, so, you know, I'm not telling you that that's a deadline, but it sure seems like it because he's told us this is the summer of the harvest. And the scriptures tell us don't wait till the fall. You have to come out in the summer and gather your food, which is the words of God. That's the keys to the kingdom. Okay, these are the things about this Antichrist that are quite different. There's other things, but those are the main things. First is that words have to come on the earth before you're going to believe the Antichrist words that there's power secondly he's going to be given authority to call down fire the, the false prophet's going to be given authority to call down fire from heaven that's the war with the firmament which god during his reign this morning time the seven years of his reign is ruling over the the um, heavens with a rod of iron they don't have any authority to call down fire from heaven um, I'm talking about fire from the heavens, not the atmosphere. They can do things in the atmosphere like bounce things off it, uh, but that's that's all fake. It's not real. That's not the power that God is talking about. But during the time, uh, God will allow them for the deception because he's going to, you know, like the Lord said, he's going to let the fools have the, have the way of their, their pleasure in uh, Proverbs 1, uh, 24 to 33. But then they're going to be destroyed in his coming. Because their 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 loss, their their judgment is fixed. It's going to happen. Anybody that follows them, but they should know this. But you know, of course, they won't believe. Just like they haven't believed the words now, they must come out before this time. I'm pleading with people to understand: you're in great trouble this time if you don't come out now, because this is the time of the reign of Christ and separation judgment is coming, and it's quite a long time yet. It's it's almost seven years before the Antichrist appears. He's living, and he's evil. But he's not ruling. He's just of that system. But he's not a ruler in that system. He's a participant in it. But he's not known yet. And he's it's not a leader of the nations yet. It's not like that. He's of these people, of the dark side of that system and of that families. But he's not the ruler yet. He will come. He'll merge during this latter part. And he will grow in, uh, during this time uh, after the rapture. During the time that two witnesses here, he'll begin to grow his presence. People will begin to understand him, and then he will kill the two witnesses because he'll grow up in some kind of military authority in in that grouping, which will be of the Crown Trust, not the uh, and and I believe he's uh, of the nation of Israel uh, at at some point in there. Anyway, these are the things that I'm just trying to point out to you. There are things that has to happen before the Antichrist can be, uh, come forward. And one of those is this knowledge of the words must come forth, the pure language of Zephaniah 3.9, and then the words of the dragon's mouth, which is the, doing the opposite way of that, because darkness is on the earth. Right now, the, the Lord's words are ruling over us. They will not be during the time of the um, Antichrist, the 42 months of darkness that starts at the noon of the day of the Lord. Lord, I thank you for your time. Lord, I pray that you'll give any correction necessary. And Lord, many understanding. But Lord, I pray your spirit will be poured out to cause the people to know the truth about this Antichrist. We ask this in thy precious name. Amen.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.